Welcome, everyone, to the flyest, livest, and all that is podcast in the universe. Who would that be, Kevin? It would be TV channeling. Yay! You sounded very convinced of that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tachi. And I'm Kevin Williams. And actually, today's episode is kevin's idea so kevin why don't you explain a little bit about what we're going to the hell we're doing today all right we're going to be going in on the whole concept of cancel culture i saw an article on buzzfeed about celebrities they believe can't be canceled they're uncancelable or i guess is that a word uncancelable I, I you know what it sounds like it's a word but it may not be let's just go with it huh yeah so i thought we could we could go over the list of these celebrities and see if we agree about who's on this list and maybe who should be kicked off the list and also we're going to talk about somebody that people came for on social media with pitchforks on uh for and torches uh because of something he posted on social media and people have wanted to some people have wanted to cancel this particular movie star for a while now in fact his very famous mother-in-law came out to defend him uh i believe this morning so i feel like let's go in on cancel culture tanji let's do it maybe we'll get canceled in the process <laughs> oh my god yeah and we don't have a famous mom uh or kennedy to come out and defend us Taji. exactly so we're doomed so you want to go through the list <laughs> yeah let's go through the list first and then we'll go in on the movie star all right so uh number one on the list who's uh, number one on the list tachi rick moranis so if you remember rick moranis from uh he's honey eyes Shrunk the kids right and yes. also um ghostbusters and a bunch of other fun 1980s movies and here's the thing he stopped acting to take care of his kids after his wife passed away you can't cancel a man like that he'd have to do something very horrific <laughs> for that to happen well wasn't there an incident where he got like attacked on the street um, yes that was yeah. recent that was yeah, recent that was, too yeah and people just the world outcry like what who would punch rick Mar like just some random uh person punched him on the street i never did hear if this was because he was rick moranis or if this was just some random attack or if it was a random attack because, oh, there's that guy from Ghostbusters. Let me go punch him. I have I never did hear what the what the cause of it was, but there was an outpouring of support and affection for him when the incident happened. Okay. My thing is though, I, I mean, who would attack because he's Rick Moranis? I that cannot be the reason. Well, it's it's more disturbing to think that just because you're walking down the street, someone's just like, I'm going to go punch this random person for no reason, uh, which it probably was that. But it's more disturbing for us because like, wait, we're random people just walking down the street. I, I know. Thank you for putting that in perspective, uh, Kevin. <laughs> now be sure to drive everywhere. All right. OK, so who else is on the list? Maggie Smith. Now, Maggie Smith actually is uh professor mcgonagall in 
Harry Potter. She also was in, um, what was it, the First Wives Club? I remember her very well from there. She was in Downton Abbey, right? So oh, my she, God, yes. Oh, yes. Your she favorite. Lady Grantham. Oh, my God. You can't cancel Lady Grantham. Um, uh-uh, no. I'm sorry, no, not Lady Grantham. The Dowager Countess. The Dowager Countess cannot be canceled no matter how much shade she throws. And she threw the most elegant shade Oh, she was shady. She was shady boots, for real. Yeah, oh no, she was a real housewife of Downton Abbey. And so I loved her on Downton Abbey. I uh, obviously loved her in Harry Potter. And so, yeah, so according to BuzzFeed, she is cancel proof. Take that cancel culture. You can't come for her. Okay, the next person on the list, I just, like, I wish someone would try to cancel her. Because, yeah, you're you're going to fail miserably. Who's number three, Taji? <laughs> Doe, a deer, a female deer. Um, Julie Andrews. Remember from yeah. Sound of Music? Oh, I don't know why anybody would try to cancel Julie Andrews, but I, I agree with BuzzFeed with this pick. There's no way you could take down Julie Andrews. No and way. And, remember, and the thing is, she still uh, maintains a squeaky clean image. That The fact that she did uh, Sound of Music back in 1960-something still cements her as a squeaky clean individual. Because remember when she tried to do Victor Victoria and she well, there was some nudity in it? People were like, we're not buying that. You're still uh, Fraulein Maria to us. Well, the funny thing is, isn't she on Bridgerton now? Isn't she the voice She of is the voice of... Um, of uh oh gosh what is the name of the the new the paper that uh lady somebody but she whistled is the down. voice whistled whistled down. Whistled yeah. Down, yeah yes okay and okay speaking of elegant british shade oh my god the, 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 julie andrews when she gets those scripts she must just be so delighted because the shade she throws is such a cut above it is. I'm I'm waiting for uh, Bridgerton to come back because I want to see what's going to happen after. Uh, uh, was it Rajay? Rajon, yeah, with Rajon. Rajon Paul, yeah. Yeah, how are they going to write him out? Will they just get another smoking hot actor uh, to play his character, or will he always be away on business? Uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever they show his wife or any kind of family gathering, because each what, yeah. apparently each book. Uh, but each season of the show is going to focus on a different member of the main family. And so even if they're gonna, the focus is going to be on someone else, it's crazy that um, they're just not going to have their biggest breakout star from, the se from season one. Talk about a huge mistake that they did not lock him down. Normally shows will sign you up for multiple seasons right. just to hold on to you and then they can jettison you at any time but i think they have to give you a little something when they jettison you and so i guess to save money they only did uh they only uh got one season for uh for him and other people and then of course because he's a breakout star and rumored to be somebody who's in the running to be the next James Bond. I'll believe it when I see it, though. But anyway, right. the <laughs> right. the idea that they didn't have him locked down to at least have him do one or two appearances in season two is a huge mistake. Well, you know, the thing is, in the book, 
he's only in the I be I believe the first part of the book anywhere the first book however that book goes I think it's a series so it's not out of character with the way it goes with the book but all we all know that television shows take huge liberties when it comes to script etc I would have found a way because and maybe they didn't realize that he was going to be the breakout star that oh he no was. they clearly didn't and what I'm no I understand that for the books they did not see this coming but again what you were saying is absolutely true when it comes to a book series versus a television series you can have an absolute breakout character a breakout star and to have them completely removed from the canvas especially if the character isn't killed off to be able to have them or to be able to revisit the story or something like that to me it it tied the hands of shonda rhimes so if they had had him locked in even for like a few episodes that would have helped the season immensely. And then also he would have had to go out and do promotion for season two, which would have meant a lot to the show because of how successful it was last year. But anyway, it's it's a huge uh, uh, dropping of the ball. So let's get back to the list. All right. Okay. So, so who's number four? Oh, my gosh. One of my favorites, Mr. Rogers. Oh my God, Mr. Rogers, the, there was a documentary on him where we got to learn about who he was as a man. There was also a film where Tom Hanks yes. plays him. So I couldn't think of a better, when they announced Tom Hanks was going to play Mr. Rogers, somebody who had so much goodwill, you can't ask to be played by a more likable person than Tom Hanks. And so I thought that was perfect casting. Who, I mean, if you don't like Mr. Rogers or you have a problem with him, you need help. Something I'm sorry, yes. Deeply broken in you. <laughs> As my mother would say, something is definitely wrong. So, um, yes, that, that points to some deeper problems. How do you not like Mr. Rogers? Yeah, something is wrong with your soul. Look into it. <laughs> <laughs> There's spots all over your soul. <laughs> <laughs> you might need an exorcist if you have a problem with Fred Rogers. All yeah, right. Oh, so. Well, he could do it himself. Remember, he was a reverend, so he could do the exorcism <laughs> himself. <laughs> all right. So who's number five? Dolly Parton. She is... She is just so cool. You know what I like? The fact that she can weave in and out seamlessly between different audiences, right? So, she, of course, she built up her primary audience initially through country music. But then she also was in with the Tyler Perry crowd. She's done a whole bunch with, you know, pop music. So she's been able to weave herself in and out of different audiences throughout her career and everyone loves her except the people who don't and why would you not well i guess the people that may not love her are the anti-vaxxers because she played a vital role in uh getting the vaccine we have for COVID 19. she has done so much donating not yeah. only to people living in poverty but she was one of the people behind uh, uh giving money to the scientist that uh, come, came up with the technology that was used to create the coronavirus uh, vaccine, which is absolutely amazing. As if her list of accomplishments aren't enough, her philanthropy isn't enough. She's literally saved untold numbers of lives. 
She, you know what? She is uh, truly selfless when it comes to things. And sometimes when people are selfless, it calls out your selfishness. So that's why people sometimes have a problem with selfless people. They'll find anything. That one hair is not blonde and they'll, and they'll go with it. So poo on you people who don't like Dolly Parton. Well, you know what? I don't care what they say when it comes to Dolly Parton. I will always love her. <laughs> oh boy, I can't. Let's go on. <laughs> okay, she, okay, for those of you who didn't know, she wrote. She wrote. I will always. She love wrote. Me. I will always love you. Right. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Whitney Houston covered it. People, a lot of people do not know that that was a cover. All right. So, what's who's number six on our list? Our, Alex, our, 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 it is. It is actually BuzzFeed's list. It's BuzzFeed's list. But now we've adopted it. It is our list. And number six on the list is Alex Trebek, who you'll know as the only host. For Jeopardy, that when did Jeopardy come about? Nineteen eighty, I want to say eighty-five, but I could be wrong. I do not know when uh, when Jeopardy was founded. No, but he was the original host and was the host up until his untimely passing last year. He, I don't know. There's just something about Alec Trebek that I've always liked. It just, and I've only only known him, ever only known him through Jeopardy. I don't know what he did before. Jeopardy, but it doesn't matter. This was I know his he calling. did another. I know he did at least one other game show because I remember seeing it on the Game Show Network. Something that he did that looked like it was in the uh, uh, mid to early eighties. So he did something else, and that show was in Can was Canada based, and so um, he right because he's Canadian. Yeah, hosted other kinds of game shows. The funny thing about him being on the list is uh, of some a celebrity who can't be canceled or couldn't be canceled while they were alive is the fact that the moment uh, after he died, they named a new host, coincidentally, one of the producers of the show. Just mm. like, I, lo I love the idea of doing an exhaustive search. Tachi, we're going to look high and we're going to look low to find a new co-host for Entertainment Tonight. Okay, Tachi, after months of looking, I feel like the next host of uh, Entertainment Tonight should be me, Kevin Williams. Just like, <laughs> just like, wait, so you're looking for a host and you just happen to find yourself. They're not serious. Okay, when it comes to stuff like that, don't be fooled. They always look, look internally. That's with any job. They're like, we're doing a nationwide search because we're really going to give it to the person who's second in command. Please. Anyway, and this guy stepped over LeVar Burton. If he wasn't, he should have been canceled for that. But then he got canceled for a past podcast where he just revealed who he was as a person. And so um, he was a very short-lived host. He was actually supposed to share duties. I can't remember remember his name. He's like now a foot, footnote in history. Um, uh, with Mayim Bialik, who now is just the legit host, period. Because supposedly we were being told before is that she would just do like the college episodes or the specials. Right, The special right. episodes of... of uh, of Jeopardy because she was busy with her show, Call Me Cat, which is destined to be canceled like in the next 15 minutes. So it's just like, mm -mm, you need to hold on to every job. You don't let you don't let Jeopardy go for a show called Call Me Cat. Exactly. A, a show about a woman who uh, uh, owns and works at a cat cafe. Oh God of heaven! You better keep this in your best in your back pocket. Are you yeah, crazy? Yeah, that is position one. Jeopardy, your Jeopardy job is position one. Call Me Cat is position two, maybe three, maybe four. No, not in first position. Thank you very, very much. My thing is, I, I'm just always amazed by people who read this. She read the script and said, this is it. 
this is my next role. Oh my god! When I saw the the funny thing is, I had never seen a celebrity do this. She actually went online and posted a video apologizing for the bad, uh, how bad the first uh, episodes of Call Me Cat were. Ooh. And yes, I never saw anybody do anything quite like that. Now, have many celebrities needed to do that? Yes. Yes. So I give her credit for that. But you know, now we can give her credit for being the host of Jeopardy. And yeah, Alex Trebek absolutely needed to be on this list. He could not be canceled while he was alive, and he will definitely not be can be canceled beyond the grave. Exactly. Rest well, Alex Trebek. Unless he goes back as a zombie and starts like eating kids' brains, then maybe we'll cancel him. But outside of that, a zombie apocalypse, Tachi, I think he's pretty cancel proof. The hell did that come from, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like he's gone, so I can't, he can't do anything now to get canceled. Like, I guess if he came back as a zombie and started eating kids. Then maybe we like, you know what, Alex Trebek, we don't like you anymore. At least not the zombie you. Okay. <laughs> not zombie Alex Trebek. <laughs> that sounds like like uh, Bizarro Superman. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, if he if he were to host a show, all the questions would be about brains, delicious brains. Oh, all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you slay yourself, Kevin. I love it. I love it. <laughs> No, I'm just imagining you like braids. All right, okay. So, gosh, <laughs> as Kevin tries to regain his composure, uh, rest well to this individual as well, Jim Henson. How do you cancel the creator of Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, Muppets Tonight, Dark Crystal? Need I go on? Well, speaking of that, which is so funny, is people are trying to cancel Big Bird. Oh, God, why? Because Big Bird, uh, on Saturday, uh, Big Bird uh, posted on Twitter. Who knew Big Bird had a Twitter account? But Big Bird has a Twitter account, and he posted that he got vaccinated. Because now um, you can be vaccinated as a child. And I think Big Bird is like five? Four or he's, five. He's been perpetually like five, I think. For I think he's four or five. So anyway, Big Bird tweeted, uh, get it? Wink. Um, Big Bird tweeted <laughs> that that he got vaccinated. And Ted Cruz came for Big Bird, as uh, also many conservatives are upset with Big Bird for uh, coming forward, talking about being vaccinated. And I love the fact that a four-year-old bird was like, well, I want to protect myself and other people and keep us all healthy. And so that's why I chose to get vaccinated. And uh, yeah, a a vehement anti-vaxxers like Ted Cruz were like, "Uh uh-uh, they're not having it. So your states and things are underwater, unemployment is high, and the best you can do is go after a five-year-old imaginary bird? Okay, Pretty I'll, much. I'll leave, I'll leave I, that there. I, I feel like he should be on the canceled list. But anyway, um, not not Big Bird. I'm talking Ted Cruz. All right. So yeah, <laughs> right? I, I absolutely He's already agree. on mine. Yeah, Jim, Hans, Jim Henson should, uh, can never be canceled. Uh, a, a timeless genius who's made the world a much better place. Absolutely. Uh, now, who, now uh, so far, everybody on the list has been uh, either very old or deceased. But now, finally, somebody pretty darn young, and I have to say, so far, so good as far as uh, the the idea that this person can't be canceled. So who is this youngster on the list? Well, there's still time. Tom Holland. 
So I'm I'm taking it he was a Spider-Man? Um yes, he is the current Spider-Man the in current the MC- Spider-Man in the okay. MC universe. Uh the MCU universe uh, uh yeah, uh Marvel Cinematic Marvel Universe U- MCU, Mar- yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. He and also he is currently dating Zendaya. There was rumors that they were potentially dating because they were released oh! videos where they were friends and they're kind of like dancing and hanging out and they, you know, work together because, uh, of course, she is also part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But um, photographers got photos of them like making out in a car and stuff like that. So it is now official that, uh, okay. yeah, they are a they, thing. They wanted and to get caught. Who makes out in a car in 2021? Who does that? Well, you we don't know how to get they caught. were making out in cars and before they got caught. We don't know if they wanted to get caught. I mean, because they could have just shown up somewhere holding hands or um, at a premiere or something. So I don't know if they wanted to get caught or not. I mean, I'm not sure. So I don't know where the car was, where they were filmed kissing. Were they filmed kissing like in the middle of Hollywood in a car parked? Or were they somewhere, you know, on the outskirts of, you know, I, I don't know how they how how it all happened. But yeah, it's now official that they are at least have been a thing, or they're at least they're kissing friends. They're not if, if they're st- if they're still. I haven't heard them say that they're still claiming to be friends. But if they are going to claim to be friends, they're the kind of friends who know what each other's tongues taste like. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. Which is a, a level of friendship that's uh, pretty interesting. But anyway, yeah, I don't think that Tom oh Holland gosh. could be canceled. Tom Holland uh, just seems to be one of those people that everybody has good feelings about. See, like I said, he still has time to mess up. Oh, absolutely, um, <laughs> he can mess up. But I, but but I'm glad because when I initially was looking at the list, I'm thinking like, okay, well, yeah, it helps. What helps to not be canceled is to be a lot older. But um, no, they actually had were bold enough to put somebody in their twenties on the list. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, in their twenties on the list. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Can I take a break for a minute to say hey to everybody who is listening? Thank you so much for being here. We're actually doing this show live, uh, which is kind of cool. We did this last time, too. Did not we not, Kevin? Yes, we did. This is our second live stream episode of TV Channeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you are definitely welcome to come up and um, weigh in uh, after we finish the show. But thank you, everyone, for being here. We see you. All right. All right. So next on the list is somebody I got to say, I, I thank her for being my friend. Um, she could never, ever be canceled. Well, because her heart is true. She's a pal and a confidant. Absolutely. OK, look, as if you don't already know, Betty White from the Golden Girls, from the Mary Tyler Moore show, from a host of other things. Maud. No, 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 oh, not Maud. Hot in Cleveland. Hot in Cleveland. Maud was uh, Rue McClanahan. So, yeah. Um, Mama's Family. Yes, Mama's mm-hmm. Family. Absolutely amazing. And you know what? Knock wood, even though there's no wood around right now. Um, I got to say, the fact that we still have her in 2021, I feel like the world's a better place. I do hate whenever it's her birthday or her name is trending on Twitter, that moment I look in Twitter and see her name, oh dear God, no! And I know, like, no, I know. I, that, no. that always makes my heart skip. It's just like, oh no, wait, she's okay. It's just her. It's her birthday. It's her birthday. She's all right. I I get freaked out every time. But well, I that's love, why. Sorry, go ahead. I love Betty White so much. So she has do I. so much goodwill. 
um, such a talented actress, so funny. And be, to have, it's one thing to have one iconic movie or television character, but to have multiple, to, to do what she did on, on the Mary Tyler Moore show, create Sue Ann Nivens, an iconic uh, sitcom character. And initially she wasn't even a regular on the show, but the character became so iconic that they made her a regular on the show. And then to go from that kind of iconic status to create uh, Rose Nyland on the Golden Girls, another amazingly iconic character. And what's amazing to me about the Golden Girls, a show from the 80s that is still relevant. There's t-shirts and merch with the characters. Kids, yeah. everybody knows the Golden Girls. That show has, you know, since the 80s, still relevant in 2021. Absolutely. Well, you know, that's one of my favorites. And honestly, when you look at Betty White, she looks the same age as she's always been. Do you feel that? Yeah, there's some. Well, also, I think there's just some people have a youthful spirit a joy to them that just seems to kind of keep them young and keep that vibrancy about them. Just um, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. There's just this, there's this joy that emanates from her and Absolutely. I, and it's always been there and it'll be there until the day she's uh, leaves this earth and um, it'll be a part of the cosmos. Absolutely. But I'm saying this to all you news outlets. You cannot have clickbaity stuff with Betty White. Just say straight what it's about. If it's her birthday, say that. Don't be trying to. And this was with Betty. No, because you're going to give us a heart attack. We need to know straight in the headlines what's up. Don't right. try and lead us. I Go agree. Ahead. So who's number 10? Dev Patel. So if you remember, Dev Patel was, oh gosh, please help me with the name of the movie. Um, the game where he was on the game show, it would take place in India. Uh, oh my um, God, a Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire, yes. Dev Patel is from Slumdog Millionaire. And he's just uh, apparently a really lovely person. Can't cancel lovely like that. Yeah, I the, the, the interesting thing is, I don't know anything about what he has done since Slumdog, I know he's been in things and 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 worked, but I'm not familiar with the, what other things he's done. But I, if he did get canceled, I'd be pretty shocked. He was another interesting choice uh, to be on this list. Yeah, absolutely. Ab oh, um, was he in the Last Airbender? Yes, he was in the Last Airbender, and he played Prince Zuko. I know. I have not seen that. Like, I have like, not either. Like many, many other people. All right, so... <laughs> Speak for yourself, Kevin. Uh, you haven't seen it either. <laughs> yes, I know, but I'm not speaking for others. I'm only speaking for myself. Okay, I, well, if you looked at the box office returns, many, 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 many others have not seen it as well. All right, so let's talk about somebody who's been in some movies that actually have been seen by people. Oh, my gosh. Number 11 is Hugh Jackman. Now, this is the thing. You can't hate someone who's also a Broadway star, someone who can sing and dance. You cannot cancel them. So it's one thing if you're a moody, broody, just regular run-of-the-mill actor, but you can sing and dance too and bring joy to people? Come on, you can't cancel him. Yeah, and Hugh you can't Jack cancel Wolverine. He will jack you up. <laughs> you, Hugh Jackman is what's the, he's a, that term is a triple threat. He's like I think he's like a quadruple or whatever threat. 
there is no there's nothing he can't do there's no kind of character he can't play yeah he is absolutely unstoppable unless you try to ask him to host the oscars that seems to be his kryptonite but other than that did he host the Oscars one? I know he hosted I, I the that, I thought that he hosted the Oscars or something. Um, he did. I remember him doing some kind of big oh, number. He what? did a big number before. The, was he the host? That? Yeah, I remember the number. I don't remember the hosting. Oh, you know, you're, you're right. You know what I'm, I'm actually putting on to him? Okay, I think I'm remembering it was, um, what is the actress's name from uh, Princess Diaries? And... Um, um, she was, she was also in um, uh, Devil Wears Prada. Um, yes. I believe she and um, oh my god, somebody who has been kind of canceled. Um, oh my god, the guy from Twenty Seven Hours. Now you know good damn well. I don't know we need is. a third host, Tachi, to help us. With when, <laughs> when we when we named when we start naming, uh, trying to remind each other who somebody to get somebody's name. We keep trying to we keep naming uh, different clues and um, uh, unsuccessfully to try and uh, spark e uh, each other's memory. Exactly. Any, yeah. Oh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway yeah. and uh, that actor from Twenty Seven Hours, I believe, hosted the Oscars together, and it was like notoriously bad. Oh, huh. What's it? Okay, James Franco. Yes. Okay, that's I, it. I think I'm right about that, so I'm gonna look that up while uh, you move further on our list. But I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Okay, and hopefully you are right because I'm going to move on. Number 12 on BuzzFeed slash our list of people that can't be canceled, Paul Rudd. Oh, wow. What do you think <laughs> of him being on the list? Uh, he, you know what? He, uh, yeah, he can't be canceled. Why? Because he always looks sad. He always looks like somebody did something to him. And he, really? Uh, yeah, to me, he always looks like, oh, gee whiz. That's what he always looks like to me. I actually saw a video on YouTube because the YouTube algorithm is always throwing curveballs at me, but it showed a, a video of some kind of expert on being on likability. And basically in some kind of lab there, there were, where all these experts talked about all the different things that make somebody likable and have a good brand. Okay. Basically him and Oprah are the most likable people to ever walk the face of the earth, apparently. And really? it breaks down why, what it is that's magical about him and magical about Oprah, what makes them so likable and why they're both so beloved. And um, it's funny that you see him as somebody who always looks sad. He always looks so happy. Like, to me, he exists. Like, I imagine if his dryer were to break and he were to hang sheets on a line that bl uh, animated bluebirds would like help him. <laughs> like the word, the, like the logo from Twitter is <laughs> <laughs> no, like snow white. Like basically oh, like just woodland okay. creatures would come and help him hang his laundry. That's just how delightful he seems to, he is when he, he moves does the seem world. delightful, not sad in terms of woe is me, but he seems like sensitive. If that makes any sense. Like he um, is just very, uh, empathetic for people. I don't know what it is. It's just something about him that, that comes through. 
Yeah, and so I, I am not surprised he's on this list. He is one of the most likable people in or most liked slash beloved people in Hollywood. So good luck trying to come for him. Oh, and I did look it up. And yes, James Franco and Anne Hathaway did host the Oscars. So I think for some reason I I, I mixed uh, Hugh Jackman up there with them. So I please forgive me, Hugh. <laughs> you you should not be blamed for that debacle. Exactly, because that's when he'll turn into Wolverine and jack you up. So. Oh my God, the claws will come <laughs> out. Right, literally. All right, so who's next? Okay, one of my favorites, um, and he's one of my favorites because he was, you know, such a, a nice person, also a uh, great actor, uh, Chadwick Boseman. He's also a fellow Howard University Bison, so I have to give it up to, to the fellow Bison. And of course, unfortunately, he passed away um, last year. They uh, fun facts. So I was on. We graduated the same year from Howard University, but I got my master's, and he was getting his uh, BA in theater, I believe. So we were at the same graduation on the same year and of course we didn't know each other but it just is it, it's interesting how cro paths crossed and you don't even know each other so uh the, we've also named the new school of fine arts at is the chadwick bozeman food school of fine arts at howard university so rest well brother you can't cancel him oh god no he he couldn't be canceled at all what an amazing actor and um an amazing human being i i have heard nothing but incredibly nice things about that man. Absolutely, absolutely. So speaking of uh, uh, one kind of interesting thing, uh, Black Panther news. Have you heard about uh, the production of Black Panther two being shut down? To no, tell me more. I heard a little bit, but I don't know the reasons behind it. What's happening? Yeah, the um, the actress who uh, actually played um uh black uh uh black panther's sister um was injured apparently and she was injured a while ago on set um but apparently um her injuries were much more severe than they earlier believed because oh, they've no. had to shut down production uh temporarily um so she'd actually uh gone back to work and then they've had to apparently it was too much for her and uh, so she's, um, uh, uh, I guess, under doctor's orders, uh, rec uh, recuperating. And so mm -hmm. I believe that she is now the star of the f uh, of the film because I think that actually happened in the comics. It did uh, in the comic book. The next uh, Black Panther was uh, Shuri, who played T'Challa's sister. And uh, this is Letitia Wright. You're talking about the actress that yes. got injured on the set. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty shocking that that it was that she was so badly injured that they had to shut down for a second time. So it's just like, what the hell are they doing? To, uh, uh, hello, green screens, uh, blue screens, CGI. What what is happening? Well, you know, even then, even with that, there, you still have some fight scenes and some choreography that's pretty intense for something like a Black Panther two or whatever it's going to be called, actually. So, um. Yeah, it's just, it's not if, sometimes it's when. Sometimes it's a big injury, sometimes it's something small. But if you're dealing with fight choreography, you will be injured. Well, get better soon, because I can't Absolutely. wait for Black Panther 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's next on the list? 
Oh, that was weird. And speaking of weird, Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> is number 14 <laughs> Oh, my God. Nobody does a transition like you, Tachi. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, you know what? The thing is, how do you cancel somebody who spends all or spent all of his time really trying to remake hits into – you parody versions, thing, of hits. parody versions of hits yes and the mundane things you know eat it and uh oh my gosh i just love weird al yankovic and apparently he's a really sweet person how do you cancel weird al well the funny thing is he actually always asks for permission because lots of times a lot of uh the singers don't even own the rights to their to their songs um and so he could uh make a deal with a record company or whatever and re-record a, a parody version of a song um if he wanted to but he always asks for permission and if he doesn't get permission he will not do it but people want to have their songs parody by weird al yankovic he is beloved in the music business it is a rite of passage you know you've made it when you have a song that's so iconic that he's going to actually parody it. And so, yeah, he can't be canceled. It's like when somebody is you for Halloween, right? You know you've made it when you have a whole bunch of people with plastic costumes that are you. You know you've made it then. <laughs> All right, so who's next? Danny DeVito is number 15 on the list. And here's the thing. He's played some characters that have been quite unsavory. In fact, he's played a lot of unsavory characters, right, in his time. I don't think he's ever played a savory character, Tasha. No, I don't think he has. But the thing is, you, he's the type of actor that you do not confuse his characters' personas with who he is as a person for some reason there'll be other people from like you know soap operas etc that will get slapped as they walk down the street but you never confuse i mean of course the penguin you know that's not him for real <laughs> but maybe it's also because it could also because he's small in stature and it makes him feel you know like oh you know what i'm saying that yeah he's like, more okay, approachable but yeah no you're right a lot a lot of times with actors People do confuse who they are, who the characters they play are uh, with who they are as a person. And that has not happened to Danny DeVito. And he has been publicly, there was an infamous video of him where he is on The View and he is straight up drunk. I mean, drunk. Really? Oh, it is, search for it. It is one of the most hysterical things ever. Um, I believe, if I'm remembering it correctly, I think that... I think if I'm remembering it correctly, that he didn't know that he was going to be on TV or something, but I, I, I have to look it up, but I believe that he was on the view and he was talking about limoncello and he was lit on limoncello. I believe so. Wow. I didn't know it could make you lit like that. That's interesting. <laughs> so who's next? <laughs> Keanu Reeves, as they say on Buzzfeed, a real man of the people. Um, I always think about Keanu Reeves. I don't think about Keanu Reeves as the Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure. I always think of Speed for some reason. Oh my God, that's interesting. I was going to say, I think of him uh, with The Matrix in the first. Uh, I don't even think oh, of John Oh, in The Wick. Matrix. I yeah, I don't of, think of John Wick at all. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, that, that that's a hugely su successful franchise. But I think of The Matrix, and now with Matrix 4 coming out, yeah, but uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves 
insanely likable. I think one of the smart things that he does, which to me reminds me of a real deal movie star, old school a movie star, is the fact that he goes away when he doesn't have something out. Like so many people now, I believe because of social media, feel like they have to be omnipresent. They can't leave the American consciousness for any length of time when right. uh, when they they have movies out or not. They have to be out there talking, saying something, being seen. And um I feel like a true star goes away when they're not working and, and 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 lets you miss them and 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 there's this to me there's a a, a a secureness about that because they know oh i you'll never forget about me i can go away but when and when i come back you'll be clamoring for more and so that is what i love about how he how he uh presents himself literally you don't see him anywhere but see, not everybody could do that. Some people need to stay the hell on social media or we'll forget. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Keanu can do that. No, there's some people who can't. I won't say names. <laughs> oh, who's next? Robin Williams. How do you hate Robin Williams? And I, I think there's this thing about, first of all, I have loved Robin Williams ever since Mork and Mindy. So when I was little, that was like one of my favorite shows. So I was always attracted to his physical comedy and his, uh, he had a silliness, slapstick comedy, but I was always attracted to it. But uh, at the same turn, he is also a, a brilliant uh, dramatic actor as well, was always a, dribb- uh, a brilliant dramatic actor as well. So he could flip on the uh, head of a dime. That's not the saying, but whatever, he could do that. But he was also deeply conflicted, as as you know. Oh, and- head of a pin, head of a pin, as far as that expression goes. No, he was so amazingly talented. Honestly, yeah. I was never a huge fan of Robin Williams as a stand-up comedian. No. Um, but I thought he was one of the best dramatic actors uh, his comic timing as an actor, I just thought he was amazing. But when it came to drama, that man delivered. If you've ever seen his movie One Hour Photo, mm. amazingly chilling performance. But one of my uh, favorite movies of all time is The World According to Garp, also starring him with Glenn Close oh. as his mother. I love that movie so much. Also, I, I keep looking up things as we move uh, move forward. Yes, I was right. Back in 2006, Danny DeVito uh, was being interviewed uh, and talked about a night of heavy drinking with George Clooney, and he was lit in, and uh, it's all, it's on YouTube, so you don't have to take my word for it. You can see it for yourself. <laughs> what was that LeVar Burton reading rainbow uh, transition you did there? <laughs> you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> oh, you don't. You can actually go look it up. It was hysterical. It, it's, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. All right, so who's next? All right, off of Robin Williams, on to Jack Black. You know, he, he's not hated, but to, to, to me, he seems, I don't know if it seems like that to you, he seems annoying. He could like he could be <laughs> annoying. I'm sorry, Jack Black. I really do like you, but it seems like you could be the type of person that could be annoying. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, the funny thing is, I was in talks with his people to have him guest on TV channeling, but thanks, Tashi. Weeks of hard works and, nego- and negotiations down the tubes. 
No worries. I can lot. be annoyed. Annoyed is one of my favorite emotions. So I'll be annoyed. Come on, Jack. No, I just got a text from his manager. No, he will not be on the show. Thanks, Tachi. All right, so who's next? That was bloody quick. Anyway, you, we just talked about um, him playing Mr. Rogers, Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. I, I don't know who would come for Tom Hanks. And what I love about Tom Hanks is, first of all, amazing actor, amazing uh, comedy actor, amazing, amazing dramatic actor who has stayed relevant who has kept putting out quality content yes. for his whole career. His entire his, career. Just amazing work. He has a new thing that's coming to Apple uh, Apple TV Plus that looks amazing, a post-apocalyptic kind of thing that looks like it's going to be amazing. I mean, actually- Do you know when that's coming it, out? I believe it either just came out or it's coming out this week. Either it just came out like on Thursday or Friday of last okay. week or it comes out of uh, this week. And it looks ap- absolutely amazing. Um, I saw him being interviewed about it. He talked about uh, Peter uh, Scolari. Peter Scolari, yeah. Uh, Scolari, who was his co-host on the uh, co-host, who was his, it wasn't a <laughs> podcast, who was his co-star <laughs> on the show Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies, yeah. Which was the breakout thing for both of them. Right. And uh, made Tom Hanks the star that he is today. And um, I got to say, people have tried to come for him because of the fact that Normally, he had always kind of been quiet, not super public about his political views or whatever. But when the world changed, I believe he felt like he had to change a little bit. And there's, if you look at, check out my Twitter feed, there's a picture of Tom Hanks, uh, uh, like rocking a shirt that says "Keep America Trump Free," and I had to retweet it. I want to make have it be made into like uh, a poster or have a fine oil painting that I can hang on my wall in my home. I love Tom Hanks. I loved him before, but I love him even more now for keeping <laughs> it all the way real. Yeah, well, and this is the interesting thing because. Uh, there will always be people who will come for you based on your political beliefs, whatever they are, especially when you're a celebrity. But I do respect when celebrities do use their voice uh, for things. Don't speak on it as a, as an expert because you're not unless you have a degree in political science and that's what you work in. That's not your, your, your uh, lane. Stay out of it. But I do respect you speaking up because you're a citizen and you pay taxes. So absolutely speak up when you see something that's not right. So good, good, good for you. I, I like you know, Tom I, Hanks I love the fact that Tom Hanks is pro-democracy, pro-sanity, uh, and anti-pathological um, liars. So yes, I am a ride or die <gasps> for Tom Hanks. Do you hear me? Ride or die. So but, I'm sorry. Can I just uh, for a minute? Where the hell did that term "ride or die" comes from? Because uh, for some people, it's always "die." It's never the writing. It's always <laughs> the "die." <laughs> yeah, they're doing more dying than writing. The writing, all right, yes. All right. So who is next? We're almost at the end of the list, and we can go go in on that movie star. So well, um, if 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 I could turn back time, then we wouldn't be at the end of the list almost. <laughs> Oh my God. And that little dig right there was a hint that Cher, the icon, the queen, is number 20. The one who, yeah, clearly she's had work done, but she still doesn't age. Never mind the work she's had done. Well, she so, believes in life after work. I, <laughs> yeah, yes, she does. And you know what? She's just so iconic. I 
I really do like Cher. I do. And the fact that this is how you know you've made it. When you have so many people being you for Halloween and impersonating you, when there are, how many drag shows have you been to and there's no Cher? That never happens. Almost every drag show I've been to, there's a Cher. That's how you know you've made it. Okay, I recently had the TV on and I fell asleep and I woke up and there was an infomercial on for some kind of share collection, some time life share collection that not only gives you like all of her music, which is a vast catalog, but it also contains all of her, uh, uh, her, sh- her, she, she had a variety show. A lot of people don't know. She had a variety show first with her husband, Sonny and Cher. And then after they got divorced, she had her, uh, a show by herself called the share show. And yes, it, this, uh, um, infomercial was showing all these clips of her in these um, amazing Bob Mackie costumes. And it was just like, oh my God, the stuff that he was able to pour her into in the, uh, the, the 70s that they got away with putting on television is amazing. Oh, Bob Mackie. Amazing, uh, like, you know, uh, supermodel body back before people knew what a supermodel was and um yeah fashion icon music icon academy award-winning actress yeah you can try to cancel her and what i love about her is that she says exactly what she thinks one thing that she does now which is even more amazing is um people have told me that she will like randomly call in on c-span and so when there's when they have like a call-in thing on c-span in the middle of the night talking about different things in politics Cher is on it shares twitter feed all the way it's not just lit it is a blaze wow wow okay that's something definitely uh wow something to check out and you mentioned something really quickly uh bob mackie and the the he he was incredible an incredible designer but did you know that bob mackie did the costumes for the original batman in the 60s yes if you ever watch an original batman his name is in the credits as the costume designer. Well, that explains the Catwoman, Eartha Kit. Wow. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Aha. Aha. You see? It all comes full circle. So. Wow. Also, that explains Robin's outfit, too. But anyway. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> let's move on to number 21 on our list. Well, you don't have to take my word for it. But LeVar Burton is actually number 21. <laughs> He's actually number 21 on the list. He, you know, I have so much respect for LeVar Burton. Even before this whole Jeopardy thing, I was a LeVar Burton stan since the days of Butterfly in the Sky. I love reading Rainbow. I To this day, I wish it was on because we have a bunch of dumb dummies as kids these days, it seems, yeah, you, who can yeah, barely you, you, read. Yeah, you guys need to take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Exactly. So, yeah, oh, I mean, he's I, such I, an advocate for reading and for uh, education. He's just wonderful. Okay, the, what's what's so amazing about this list is just like, the people that are super duper crazy iconic. So, you've got somebody who became a breakout star for starring in one of the most, if not the most watched miniseries of all time, roots the original roots yes so that's where lavar burton came into the public consciousness but if that isn't enough and other things that he did then 
he becomes Jordy on Star Trek The Next yes. Generation. Jordy LaForge. Also iconic. And then the re- Reading Rainbow uh, teaching uh, children, uh, opening up a world of possibilities through reading. There's that. And then uh, bec- bec- the people even being more uh, upset and coming out for him when he wasn't chosen to be the next host of Jeopardy. They and were they ready to burn who, down And, and they've been picking some idiot who immediately got canceled five minutes after getting the job. Anyway, absolutely amazing person. And so let's go to the final person on the list so we can basically get our pitchforks out and go after this huge movie star that those, that social media is not happy with right now. Oh, that sounds like fun. Anyway, so, I, you know, some... Some roles you take just guarantee that you will always be beloved by the public. And I think that is the thing with, uh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, right? Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah, okay. I was like, I looked up, I said, wait a minute, am I right? Yes, I had to second guess myself. So yes, Daniel Radcliffe uh, played Harry Potter and he's played a bunch of other things. But no, I, I've never heard a bad thing about Daniel Radcliffe. Have you? Not even a little bit. And I've looked. And you know, I think too, when you take on roles like that, it also adjusts your behavior because people, Harry Potter is so beloved, not just as a book character, but as a character in movies and in film that you, it feels like you kind of have to adjust your behavior. Like you would never want to be caught in a drunken brawl because it's like the headlines would be like, Harry Potter gets his uh, wand broken and you know, that type of thing. So it feels like you would never want to do anything to disgrace the character because it's so beloved. So you probably are very cognizant of how you behave. Tell that to J.K. Rowling, but okay. Well, I'm just saying she's not a character, but you know. She's something. All right. (laughs) So so those are the celebrities that BuzzFeed think can't be canceled. But let's talk about somebody that a lot of people feel should be canceled. So, um, last, late last week, for some reason, Chris Pratt wanted to post a tribute to his current wife. And um, a lot of people on social media were not happy. So, he posted a picture of his wife looking at him like a golden retriever looks at you when you open a can of dog food. And so, <laughs> uh, he wrote, guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you someone who looks at you like that. And he also went on to thank her for giving him a healthy daughter. And a lot of people were not having it because a lot of people felt like it was a uh, a not-so-subtle dig at his ex-wife, Anna Ferris because uh, he has a child with Anna Ferris and that child was premature and has been dealing with a lot of health issues all of his life. And so people came out in droves on social media to celebrate Anna Ferris and literally come with pitchforks for the likes of Chris Pratt. And one of my favorite 
uh, comments. And again, I didn't see Chris Pratt in their wedding photos, but somebody said like she was with him when he was a fat nobody, and, and now he has the nerve to try to come for her now that he's like a movie star. And so I don't know if he was fat when she got with him initially. I don't think that's the point, but. Anna Ferris is absolutely amazing. She should be a movie star. I believe that because of their child, she wanted to work in television, uh, do a sitcom. She did the show Mom, which was a huge success. But she did that so she could basically spend more time with their child and be at home. And so Chris Pratt is somebody that a lot of people have like feelings both pro and against are very passionate because a lot of people feel that Chris Pratt is a conservative. So a lot of people who are conservatives love him. He is religious. He's been a part of a, a very famous church that's very anti-gay. He's basically tried to make statements, half-assed statements about uh, because his church may believe certain things doesn't mean that, that he necessarily believes those things as well. So that's not like that means like that is so incredibly nebulous just like, yeah, you may have seen me at a Nazi rally. Doesn't mean that I agree with all the Nazi policies. Exactly. And just Shut like, it on well, up. Exactly. Um, okay. And if that wasn't enough, honestly, when it comes to canceling Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt and I were done when he was when he was photographed wearing a "Don't Tread on Me" T-shirt, walking around with his current wife. Um. Uh. Yeah, I was done. Now people have tried to defend him for wearing that shirt claiming that oh what what its original meaning uh was is very different from how it's seen now i'm like well you know what the moment people that are marching around uh with tiki torches a chanting jews will not replace us are wearing a shirt and i don't care if that shirt has hello kitty on it i'm sorry kitty i gotta say goodbye because is you're now associated with white supremacists. And so exactly. I'm not down with that. And exactly. so you can't tell me that, oh, well, back in 1863, it didn't, it wasn't about a white power. Well, it's about white power now. And when you put that shirt on now and walk around today, yes, you are absolutely sending a message. You are absolutely saying something. So yeah, Anna Ferris, uh, I divorced him before you did. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think the entire thing is ludicrous. How very dare you? Oh, was that necessary to say? Did that move the uh, world a little bit more by you saying that? A healthy... But you know what? I have come to learn that I can't expect very much from some people. So I, you know, the way we're dealing with him is as he is in, as if he is a fully functioning, uh, intelligent adult. And clearly he is clearly is not because you would have gone back and read the entire thing is a, a dig at her. If you ask me, look how she looks at me. As you said, like a German shepherd or whatever looks at oh, yeah, a golden retriever. But one thing I want to say, um, uh, Maria Shriver, um, uh, his mother-in-law came out to defend him. And the funny thing is, like, I don't I actually think that doesn't help. I think that's a hindrance. And here's why. She is not a good judge of male character. Hell because no. Because look at look at the look at Maria Shriver's husband and the mother of her idiot. I'm sorry, the mother of her child. Um. So, oh, <laughs> um. Literally, she was uh, her husband was pumping the maid in their yes. house yes. and had a kid that looked exactly like him 
playing in their yard and hanging out at their house. And she could not figure out that that was her husband's child. So, yeah, you can you can post all the things you want to Maria Shriver about how good a man uh, Chris Pratt is. But, yeah, your judgment on uh, <laughs> on who a, what who a good man is is worth exactly five dollars or, or whatever it costs to buy a cup of coffee. And your advice on good character is what it takes to buy coffee because you offer nothing, nothing. Your it's advice not is even worth, worth five dollars. No, it that's what I'm saying. I made the mistake in saying that. Like, no, basically $5 plus your advice will get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks, a small one, whatever the, whatever the term for small is. It's not Grande. <laughs> sub, sub, sub venti or sub tall, whatever it is. <laughs> wow. Well, I can't believe we've come to the end of another episode of TV channeling, Touchy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, uh, is there anything you want to ask me, Kevin? Oh, Tachi, how can people listen to our show other than how they're listening right now? They can listen on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, WJMSRadio.com on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, and on TVChanneling.com. So, Kevin, in case someone completely disagrees with your characterization of Chris Pratt and thinks that he is a saint, how can they disagree with you on social? <laughs> All right, Maria Shriver, if you want to come for me, which I'm sure you probably do, but you need to come for your ex-husband and um, and his and your former housekeeper. But anyway, um, well, fine. You can, Maria, you can attack us on social media. You can attack me on uh, Facebook. You can attack me on Instagram. You can even attack me on Twitter. We are TV channeling everywhere, and we would love to hear from not just the haters, but anybody who has something to say about the show. Or if there is uh, something going on in pop culture you want to hear our take on, let us know. And if there is a show that you would like us to review or recap, give us the word. We will be on it. On it like rice. No, that's not it. Anyway. That's what's going to, that's going to be the saying now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on it like rice. <laughs> anyway, we can, be, we can be sponsored by the rice company, company formerly known as Uncle Ben's. Oh God, gosh! Like the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're, they have a new name now. I forget what it's called, but it's you yeah, know but... you're right. And I talked about this um, on. Uh, on Mediascope, and I don't remember what that other name is now, but peep, everybody knows at heart you're still Uncle Ben, so I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, now, but now he's a play uncle. Oh my God, that sounds not good. A play Uncle Ben. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sounds so not good. I will eat Amarillo rice. Anyway, so that is about it. Oh my goodness, this was so much fun, Kevin. As usual, you have been the host, co-host extraordinaire. Thank you. Oh, and and the same goes to you. You are my co-host who is the absolute most. We talked about a lot of stuff. We didn't go in on Dave Chappelle, but we'll save that for another show. And if you want to hear some of my hot takes on Dave Chappelle and his most recent special, you can listen to my other podcast last weekly because, yeah, I had a few things to say about him. Absolutely. And you know what? I forgot. We we used to do this, you know, plug our other stuff. We need to keep doing it now because I, too, also spoke uh, twice about the Dave Chappelle shenanigans on Mediascope, which is my live stream every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn and WJMSRadio.com. 
let's sign off the way we always do. Bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, on TV channeling, we watch bad TV so you don't have to. Like anything with Chris Pratt. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye.